This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. You know what's interesting is I bet people, if they listen to the podcast regularly, if you listen to the podcast regularly, you could guess who's picked the song to open it up. <laughs> totally. Like, you know, I think the two of you are a little more predictable than me. I might be a little more diverse in my selections. I mean, sometimes we just play a song because we were talking about the artist or whatever, and it's not like a song we'd listen to. Mm-hmm. But this totally sounds like a Bundes track. And if you guess Bundes, you're right. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Your eyes are black but it's good. Never heard this song before, Bundes. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I think it's like a 20, early 2010s the band called the Dumb Dumb Girls out of New York. Uh, it's got a super sexy vibe to it. The Dum Dum Girls. Interesting band name. Love the guitar. They're just kind of screaming in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me um, think of that Flintstones episode where I don't know. Did you guys ever watch the Flintstones? Sure. <laughs> like there was some. They got embroiled in some sort of secret agent uh, issue. Like, uh, and there was this. Uh, Sophisticated woman who was super hot who kept calling them dum dum. Like, whatever. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember that. All, everything that happened, but it was like one of those things where they were like, they were almost turned into secret agents and had to work for this woman. And she kept calling Freddie Flintstone dum dum. The guitar right off the top, and actually right now, reminded me of the Smiths. Yeah, How soon is now? It totally like, has that vibe, and I love the Smiths. How soon is now? It's yeah. probably why I love this song just as much. It has that kind of atmospheric guitar. Yeah. Sound. Hey, man, I just added it to a bodega playlist. Yes. We need those sexy songs. I had a lot of sex to this song. This one's up there on my sex playlist. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Does that? Um, this one I remember listening to it distinctly, vividly in my mind with the Champagne Girl. This was playing. <laughs> okay, so now you, you say that. Yeah. You've just like now, if you're with another woman, yeah, a Friday night lady friend, let's say, I, and the song comes on, and uh, if she knows that, isn't that going to piss her off? Or like, don't don't you have to be careful what songs you're playing because people are going to think, oh yeah, how many people did you bang to this song? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, sure. you don't tell her those oh, yeah. stories. Yeah, but she, she, well, I mean, there's a chance she could hear that. You know, that uh, it could come out. 
Right? I, I she listens to this podcast. If she listens to this podcast. I'm fucked. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything is ruined. Yeah, the Corvettes, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that's not the case. But I, like, I tried. I try not. To, like, it, it, it's usually played on shuffle. But like, I try not to like pick this song when I'm around other people because like certain songs just like they have memories that are attached to them, and you you kind of just want to listen to them by yourself and relive those memories. Mm-hmm. This this one particular song there, it's kind of attached to that champagne girl. It's all about her. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's one song that I have that I would automatically associate with someone. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's songs that I know uh, and think about at time in my life, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's exclusive to just thinking about them. It's thinking about that whole mm-hmm. time frame. Like I was listening to a Counting Crows song the other day, Long December. Yeah. And it just reminds me of the fall of 1996. Sure. Now, I happened to be with a girl at the time, and that song played a lot when I was with that girl, but it's not like the only thing that I think of when I hear that song. Obviously, you didn't fuck to music that often. No, we did. We did. (laughs) No, No, I don't even mean it as a shot, but Bundus obviously was very interested in the ambiance and the atmosphere of the room when lady friends would come over. I fucked to that song. Don't you fucking start with me. To Long December by the County Crows? You fucked plenty to that song. Were you crying? (laughs) (laughs) I fucked plenty to that song. Oh, come on. Come on. You know, it's just, you just have music playing. You're sitting around on a Sunday afternoon, and then before you know it, you're fucking. <laughs> you're so crass. <laughs> Long December. What I'm telling you is I may fuck plenty to music, but I'm not exclu- I don't have songs that I only fuck to. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, sorry. It's not like a, oh, that's a fuck song. That's a walk for a walk in the fall song, you know? Gotcha. I may have also okay. listened to that song in the city bus, you right, know, yeah, going downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But were you fucking when you listened to that jam? Well, it did happen. I'm sure it happened. I can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty sure I'm flawed. <laughs> But it's you have songs that are strictly for fucking. <laughs> that you wouldn't listen. Playlist. That you wouldn't. Yeah, but there might be a time if he's in the vet and he's on a drive or something that playlist might end up on. It crosses over into other yeah. areas of your life. That's sure. what yeah. I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm not as. I guess I'm not as calculated as Bundus is. You Maybe know? not. Maybe because it's not a sure thing when someone comes to your house that they're going to sleep with you. <laughs> when, with wow. Bundus, it's like they're coming to have sex. We're setting up the ambiance. I'm getting, you know, hey, for you. Hey, look, when that song came out, I was pretty sure I was getting <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I had a girlfriend of like six months Stop where me. we fucked regularly, Laura. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, there was no breakup in sight. It was just fucking in the... In the... <laughs> That's all I could see ahead of me was fucking and hanging out. And some music would be played at times. Yeah, not the Counting Crows, though. Well, I, I mean, in the 90s, they were a band that people yeah. liked. Did you fuck the Matchbox 22? Like, you know what? Probably yeah, fucked yeah, well, a Matchbox oh, 20. Oh, yeah. What you, yeah, I, I'm sure we did. Mm. Dave Matthews, man? <laughs> fucked a that, too. <laughs> also, had it playing when I moved into a new apartment while I was unpacking. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I wasn't so 
like oh, okay. Well, because you know, I didn't have streaming playlists then. Right, you had a CD. <laughs> Couldn't even burn CDs then. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, it was like mixtape. Or you put on CDs, oh, so you just remember yeah. those days. And so you'd, you'd have to, s- to listen to the whole fucking thing. Skip a song because yeah. it was the way Worst, wrong yeah. vibe. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't create a playlist, right? Well, you could on a tape. You'd, you'd have, have to buy a, it called, uh, you know, now. What would they get? Big that, shiny tunes. That's what I call Music Five or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is there a song, Mora? Yes. That you think exclusively about having sex with someone. Like, is there a song you'd only listen to to bang? Oh, God. Um, See? Yeah, Yeah, I'm blanking. Yeah, I might have sexy playlists, but like, I'm not playing music while I have sex anymore. I'm with a kid. Like, that just. I know, it stops. Just stop, Spundus. So enjoy it while while you still have the moments to. That's sad because, I mean, you're all about the vibe of the way you you talk about your bar and you set up the ambience for it. Yes. Like, why aren't you setting up your bedroom like that, girl? Like, Uh, you gotta get the vibe right. No, 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 no. The worst vibe crush in the world would be waking up a kid. Yeah, but you know, you get enough nights off, or you did for a long time. Now you're in a bit of a dry spell with uh, your in-laws taking your daughter. But you, I mean, this summer, your daughter went away for a week at your sister's cottage. Mm -hmm, That was nice. That's when you got to pull the music back out, but you don't, it's like you're out of the rhythm, right? It's just like even having sex on the couch or something is exciting. You know, forget like the music and stuff like that. We don't need the extra layers to make it sexy. When we have sex, it's it's uh, sexy enough. Maybe that's what it is. You say that, but it, there's something nice about having music playing because it also cuts down on like uh, hearing fr- the little noises <laughs> I make. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like all that uh, stupid shit. Hearing like couch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It just it just oh, yeah, yeah, mutes yeah. some of the awkward noises. I hear you. No, I'm not saying I don't. I wouldn't like to have it. It's just like it's exciting enough when we have sex nowadays. That I don't need to go press play on on a playlist. Like it's like, ooh, this is awesome. We're having sex. Bundes at, at your house. <laughs> mm-hmm. How often would you have sex without music playing? Oh, good question. Would it ever happen? It's very, it's like very infrequent. Like really, morning maybe. Morning, it would be more of a morning thing. If it's happening in the evening, it's generally like you know we're listening to music, we're drinking, we're laughing. There's a vibe, and like yeah, it kind of eventually happens, and like you know it's going to happen. So like the vibe pr- prior to it happening is all set up, and you're having fun. Imagine right. that, eh? <laughs> Sitting around drinking, laughing, listening to music. <laughs> oh. You know, I I, lo- I love my life. I remember those days though. Those were fun too and i think that they come back eventually well there's moments where it happens but the truth is is like after a while you've just heard all the stories you know you've everybody there's no stories left and (laughs) like you might have things to talk about but chances are you're watching a movie or a tv show now because you're enjoying each other's company without like talking So it's just like what you look over, you're like, you want to fuck? That's how it ends up coming up. You want to fuck? It, it turns into, oh, you want to? Uh, you want? Yeah, right. let's go do this. Yes. The window's there. Better do it. Yeah. There's no little like, you know, you reach your hand over, you start like copping a little. No. Feel. Maybe lean in for a little kiss. Maybe in the morning there might be a little bit of like, you know. Little, I'll slide over a little closer. <laughs> poke your boner in your butt. Yeah, say, What's oh like, my it's God. like the boner poke. It's, it's Morning pretty much boner the poke. marriage. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you know, right? That's uh, right. Well, 
You I just mean, know. What am I going to do? Start like going, hey, you know, you look so great. And start fucking putting <laughs> on the moves. Thinking about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt, still, music. Matt puts on moves. He puts on moves when he's in the mood. Yeah, but He'll you've also only moves. been married for six years. Yes, that is true. That is so you true. You know how many years I've been married now? What is it? It's like insane, isn't it? I got married in 2003. So 18 what? years. This uh, Is it 18 years now? Next year. That's awesome. No, 18 years? I don't know. I can't do the Sounds math about on that. right to me. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen years. Yeah. Jesus, that's a long time. Together for twenty-one. Woo! Right? Yeah. The Counting Crows did you well when you guys were fucking to that song back in the day. <laughs> that wasn't. It wasn't her. Oh, different <laughs> this partner. Is Yikes! I'm talking the nineties, not the two thousands. Come on. <laughs> so you different. think I didn't fuck anyone before my wife? I was fucking bloody before Deb. <laughs> I got him started again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, do you listen to Counting Crows with them, or are you? But is that the, like what I'm <laughs> telling you, you can't, you can't yeah. share that music. My point in bringing that up is that I don't have a specific association of fucking with music. Right. It's time frames. It was a time where I was fucking, but I was also <laughs> going for walks in the fall. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah Gotcha. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. But uh, anyway, back to the Dumb Dumb Girls, <laughs> a song that is only ever played when Bundus is, is fucking. fucking. That's right. <laughs> it's a fucking song. In particular, he thinks of one woman. So if you're not that woman, be offended when you hear this song. Ask him to skip ahead. You know what? I suggest you take the song and make your own memories with it. Yeah, you better do something great so it wipes that memory of the champagne girl out of the yeah. <laughs> It's a good song, though. It's called Lost Boys and Girls Club. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Tucker and Morop thought this would be a fun conversation. What is that weird thing you find attractive? And to be fair, I'm totally just stealing this idea from uh, something I was reading online, and it was just people contributing their responses to that same question. Someone wrote, I find scars very attractive. Hmm. That I kind of get. Mm-hmm. I be- like eyebrow scars. Like, a, you know. When part of the hair is missing, yeah. is that line, you know who's got the best one? Who? Your favorite guy there. Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got, got a, a great, great eyebrow one. scar. And there's usually a badass story that comes with the scar, right? 100% <laughs> that is why this person finds scars attractive. They say, uh, each one has a story and I want to know it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Guys reversing the car as they put their hand on the back of the passenger seat to look backwards. It's like, I got control of this vehicle. You one know? hand in the wheel. One hand on the wheel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Reverse cameras are totally ruining that. 
Katie says, my husband is the sexiest when he's doing the dishes. Tina, what's that weird thing you find attractive in people? I gotta say, guys, it's hand veins. Like, a, like really powerful, prominent veins on the forearms and hands. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a power thing. But I didn't really so hear what, uh, what I was talking about veins. the veins on your arm. Oh, like your hand forearms. veins on yeah. the forearm. Wow. No. Are you somebody who works for Canadian Blood Services <laughs> and you see those veins and you're like, that'll be easy pickings for me. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's hot. I don't know. Now, is it just with the opposite sex? Because I I find my hands a little veiny and I'm like, oh. I remember back on the dating scene before I would go out, I used to, I love to do like, like exercises that really worked your forearm. So when I was driving the vet and popping the stick, the veins would be bulging out of my arm while they were sitting beside me. <laughs> yeah. And they're always kind of like looking at your forearm when you're shoving that stick and those veins are popping oh. out. The attention to detail and the prep work you would do before a date is incredible. It's all about image, man. It's all about image. This is weird because Sarah just sent us a text and she says she finds that it's super attractive the way her husband holds a glass in his hand. I'll just be standing there drinking juice and she's like uh, enamored with the grip on the glass. What's the grip? She's got to teach it to me. (laughs) Is it like holding the glass from underneath? Yeah, what is the grip? No, I just... uh, What are we talking about here? Maybe she's visualizing him grabbing her like that, you know, mm. like bringing her in close for a kiss. A strong grip. Yeah. I don't think it's a glass grip. I think it's, I think it's, she's noticing the veins and she doesn't realize she's the noticing veins. The veins. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think it is. I think a lot of women really appreciate it, but maybe just don't notice it or don't realize right. it. Right. right. We're drawn to it. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Tina. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. And uh, I'm proud of you, Bundes, for not making a, a rude joke. I was expecting it. I was. Uh, I saw it coming. Penis. <laughs> yeah, that's a penis. 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 I was trying to be vague about it, guys. <laughs> you guys jump right in. Oh, you brought it up. I was I trying to dance around it. I was congratulating him for not going there. I know. What do you guys do? You guys go there. Yeah, but you didn't say anything to me for not going there. Yeah. I just thought you knew better. I didn't have to say it with you. <sighs> oh, the two of you. It's Tucker and Maura. What is that weird thing that you find attractive? I was just going through a Reddit thread that was asking the same question, and some of the things are pretty interesting, and I thought it might be a fun conversation for us to have. Oh, I love... um like mean girls, like uh, the resting bee face. I love like doing something stupid in front of a woman and she gives you that look like you're a loser. Like you're a moron. <laughs> that turns you on. And then like that face, as soon as I see that face, I'm like, that is my mission to turn that face into a smile at the end of the night when I'm in bed with you. Oh, oh okay. So that he likes a challenge. Yeah. Okay. As soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, I'm turned on. Let's go, baby. Yes. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Danica is, says yeah. when she can see her man processing, like emotionally or just thinking while he's working, she finds that extremely sexy. Yeah. Just processing information. Just thinking through The thing stuff. is, though, I wonder what's really going through his head. You know, it might look like he's processing, but it could be the simplest thing. Yeah, it could be nothing. On. It could be nothing in his brain at I, that exact moment. I gotta pack up a pack of uh, Bud Light on the way home. And- <laughs> Stop at the grocery store and grill up some steaks. I wonder if I uh, have that hot dog later, if I'm going to 
taste it all night or if I can get away with it today. Exactly. Mike, what's that weird thing you find attractive? I like when a woman steals my clothes and like wears it better than I can. Like when she steals your track pants or your hat or something when you're not home. And yes. She looks better than I do in it. Yeah. She looks all cute in your track pants and your big shirt. Yeah, I like that too. You know what? It's funny that I'm not really into like women wearing dress shirts that are too big for them. Really? That's not that my... So but uh, you know... <laughs> so if, if, if Deb grabbed one of my hoodies, I, I that might be kind of cool. Or if she wore a baseball hat mm-hmm. that I have, if it somehow fit her magically, yeah, that would be kind of cool. What's your favorite article of clothing to see a woman wear that that belongs to you? Uh, one of my t-shirts. T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> Appreciate it, Mike. Thank you, guys. Tucker and Mora, what is that weird thing that you find attractive? We've been talking a little bit about this throughout the show, and Patrick's going to weigh in. Now, what's that thing for you, Patrick? Women that can drive stick shift. Mm. Hot. I, feel, I, I mean, yeah. that goes both ways. Like, anyone who can drive stick shift, you're like, oh, they know their Whoa. way around a machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a lost art nowadays. I mean, even just finding cars that are available, manual transmission, is very yeah. difficult. Yeah, women that can drive stick shift, I find very, uh, very sexy. Well, you're looking at one right now, my friend. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just slid it into reverse, and now we're going straight to sixth gear, baby. <laughs> well, that sounds like a mistake. Sounds like it you blew the tranny right there. From reverse to six. <laughs> That'll be the slowest acceleration of the day. And, and you stalled. stalled. And stalled, yeah, stalled. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to floor it, right? And just let off that clutch so slow. Hey, thanks a lot, man. All right, guys. Have a good day. Heather, what's that weird thing you find attractive? When my wife, when I first seen her snowboard... I thought that was the most attractive thing. Anybody who's really good at something. Is she eh? really like that? good at it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. When and you I, see someone I in their element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just in the zone, and they've got, like, full command of whatever it is they're doing. They're, they're yeah. like, yeah. You and know? she's a really sporty girl, and I didn't get a chance to see her play too many sports when she was younger, but we did go snowboarding, and I don't snowboard. And watching her fly down that hill and like, wow, it was amazing. I wonder if Matt had that same feeling when he saw you ski, Mora. You're a big skier and he was like his first day. He was like holding on for dear life. He wasn't paying attention to anything I was doing. (laughs) Heather, thanks a lot. Uh, Thanks, guys. Have a good day. I'm sure you probably had that feeling when I took you sailing that time, Moron. You saw me in my element and I was like, (laughs) gotta pull in the sails. I didn't really see you like. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> she did it! She did it! <laughs> I don't remember you yelling any commands. I mean, you were alone. I on just the boat. did it all. I did it all for you. <laughs> I don't remember you pulling on a rope. Like, you expect to see someone flying around, dangling by a rope, you about know? It, you don't do that. You gotta be safe about it. I guarantee, if I was single right now, if I took a young prospective uh, female out <laughs> young prospect uh, that would be a deal sealer my friends would you pretend there's more drama than is actually happening on the waters hold on tight <laughs>
Yes. Big wave ahead. Brace yourself. No, I would want that uh, to be as pleasant an experience as possible, but I would be in my element, and I think I would look like I, I would go from being a five and a half to an eight and a half out of ten. That's three positions higher. Three positions? Three positions Up, higher. you think? Oh, yeah. I just didn't really see you doing anything. The boat was kind of driving itself. You, you know why? Because you're just you're too busy looking at what you're doing. You're just you don't <laughs> oh, yeah. look around you. You were just concerned about how cool you were looking while I was sailing you around. Yeah. Well, guess what? A lot of people on your boat are like, "How do I look on this boat? Pretty damn good." <laughs> Tucker Amora, I was just talking about how I think I look hotter when I'm sailing because I'm in my element, and Dana wanted to weigh in on that one. Hi. Um, I just started recently dating a. A skipper, and I totally know what you're talking about. Oh God! A skipper? I mean, exactly. like a, a sailor? You mean, or is it like somebody yeah, yeah. who has a boat? <laughs> Does he make you call him skipper? <laughs> no, that's just what everybody calls him on the boat. I went a couple times, of like a couple weekends ago. Every Sunday we go sailing, and I just like he's in his element, and it's just so attractive. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's helming, and I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. This must be a real boat that he's on if there's like a whole bunch of crew. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what kind of boat? What kind of boat is he uh, skippering? Um, I I don't actually know. He just says like numbers and letters and Gotcha. It's an LB uh, 500. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many does it have one wheel or two wheels? So it has one and then an engine. And then, like, the actual, like... Sure. Sails. There you go. A like boat the, has wheels? Well, steering wheels. Oh. Like, uh, some boats that yeah. are really big have two. Gotcha. So you can be on one side or the other and still hold the wheel. Otherwise, you need to have a big, giant one. Okay. If it's so extra it's, wide. The skipper is one below the captain, right? Well, it, I mean, I think it's just a... He's, he's learning. Like, he's only... He's been in... Well, no, he's been doing it since, like... 10 years, maybe, but... Yeah. Oh, so he's really good. Ma- imagine how good I am having done it my whole life. <laughs> yeah, right? on a little tiny boat. No, my, it's the same size. He's, he's talking about the same kind of boat I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Real boat versus uh, toy boat, <laughs> I think. Yeah, he, I don't know. Like, Tucker, do you race? Because he races. Oh. Uh, I do race on somebody else's boat. My boat is more of a cruiser. It's kind of inflatable, really. (laughs) She's just jealous. She's just jealous of, you know. (laughs) So was the boat kind of like the deal sealer for you? And he's like, I'm a skipper of a boat. Were you like, oh. No, I actually didn't know that term. He just, yeah, I don't know. Um, He just said he wanted to take me sailing one day as a date. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to see what it was about. and He's just like me. <laughs> yeah. But apparently he has a way better boat. <laughs> way better boat. Way better boat. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks. Love you guys. <laughs> Ridiculous. Sounds like a better boat. Does it not, Bundes? Sounds like a better sounds, boat. Sounds like a racing boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like a racer. <laughs> uh, Carissa, what is that strange thing that you find attractive? Okay, well, the first thing is neck tattoos, and I don't know why. <laughs> neck tattoos are hot. I, I find badass. them hot, too. It's yeah. in the badass category. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is about it. And then the second thing is, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but 
the smell of a man that's been working all day. Like he comes home, he's had a long day of work and it's like, he has this smell and I don't know what it is. It's not like B.O. It's just something about it. It's the smell of work. No, no, don't shower. Don't shower. <laughs> Come here first. Yeah, yeah it's not B.O. you're saying. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's almost like if they were doing like landscaping and working with machines, like the smell of fumes is almost stuck on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so you're not yeah. talking about a dude who comes back after uh, working at the bank all day, sitting in the office in his <laughs> suit and tie. <laughs> no, he smells of B.O. <laughs> He's gross. He's gross. Okay, so it's got to be some sort of manual labor involved in that equation. Yes. Carissa, thanks. Thank you. It is Tucker and Mora. Talking Christmas. And I know, look, I'm no disrespect to Remembrance Day or anything like that, but I just got some news that I wanted to pass on to you that's got a Christmas vibe to it. It's November now, and I was just reading that um, Netflix has like... A whole bunch of new Christmas movies. 11 Christmas movies that are going to be hitting Netflix over the course of this month. Some of these are just like oldies, but are just like being picked up by them. Okay. Others are new original content. Uh, I mean, you got your Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. The animated classic. You got... (laughs) Snowbound for Christmas and the Claus family and Elf Pets and the Elf Story. and Anyway, here are some of the new ones. I want to see if you could try and figure out how this is going to play out. Okay? okay. Okay. It might be tough. Some of these Christmas movies are tough to figure out. Let's go with this one. A movie called Love Hard. Going to be out this weekend on Netflix. Mm-hmm. A Los Angeles woman travels across the country for Christmas to surprise a guy that she has hit it off with on a dating app. Oof. Okay. Travels across however, the country. However. Ooh, desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Something> smells rotten. <laughs> desperate. Yeah. Oh, what could go wrong, right? <laughs> well, let's get to the drama here. She sh- soon discovers that she has been catfished. Oh. By the guy's best friend. Oh. She'd never like me. I better send pictures of my best friend. But then this guy, yeah. all right, in order to make it up to the woman who travels across the country, promises that he is going to set her up with the man that she was originally after to begin with. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what happens next? She Do you falls think? in love oh, yeah. with the with ugly the guy. Nerd, ugly guy? <laughs> is that what you think happens? She falls for the ween. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we don't know. But you're damn right she does. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what's going to happen. Right. Every time. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, we don't know, but we can pretty much lay it out for everybody. We know it. When it's know what's going to happen. We don't know, but we know. All right. There's a new one out called A Boy Called Christmas. All right. The movie follows a young boy named Nicholas mm-hmm. as he sets off on a journey with his pet mouse and a reindeer by his side. He becomes Santa Claus. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To fulfill, yeah, his yeah. to fulfill his destiny. Fulfill his destiny to become you Saint think, Nick. You yeah. think he makes it? You think he fulfills his destiny? <laughs> You're damn this right. This young boy named Nicholas. You're damn right he will. <laughs> I'm already feeling warm and fuzzy. We should call this bit ruining the ending. (laughs) There's another one here, okay? okay? It's called A Castle for Christmas. It stars Brooke Shields. 
All right. She has been around a long time in the acting world. She's bringing her charm to Netflix, okay, for Mm. a movie called A Castle on the Christmas, in which she stars as a successful author who hopes to purchase a castle in Scotland only to butt heads for the grouchy owner of the castle. Mm -hmm. What happens next? She, she falls they, in they love. Fall in love and she becomes a princess. She becomes a princess. Castle. Yeah, they make love. Do you yeah. think? Do you think <laughs> the grouchy owner of the castle is a handsome young man or handsome man? Maybe I not so young you, because I don't know how young she is. In the village in Scotland, they often refer to him as the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> but do they fall for each other in the end? I think it's a must in a Christmas movie. I think it's a must. You're damn right, <laughs> Yeah, we ruined the ending on that one. That one, you're going to unfortunately have to wait till November 26th to find out how it plays out. <laughs> I guess they're waiting for American Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, same with A Boy Called Christmas. That's November 24th. But Love Hard, November 5th. Okay, this okay. weekend. Who do you think is handling breakups more difficultly? Is it men or is it women? Olivia Rodrigo would have you think it's the ladies. Wow. <laughs> she wrote a whole album about yeah, it, right? Yeah. But, but who, I would, who handles breakups worse? Dudes, definitely. Dudes, for sure. And I'll tell you why I would think that. I've never seen or heard of a woman parking out in front of an ex's apartment or house no. just hoping that, you know, the fact that you're out there is going to win you back or I mean that's dudes take it to an extreme yeah it's it's funny like w- uh, dudes can be like very nonchalant and they'll make a bunch of mistakes and they act like they don't care when they're in a relationship and women tend to try a lot to keep it going mm. but the moment a woman decides that it's over for her it's like a switch goes off and yes. there's nothing that yes. you can say or do yes. that will ever switch it back on that's yeah, right that Bundes. is 100% yep. right I flip a switch and I'm yeah. gone so Oh, yeah. And then yeah. the dude will just try everything in the world to get that switch to flip back on. It yeah. never, it will never happen. It's I know. too Done. late. I'm sorry. God, I, I broke up with a girlfriend when I moved out to Saskatchewan for radio. And then when I got a job in Ontario a year and a half later, we had broken up sometime while I was away. Mm-hmm. Came back and I'm like, well, I guess we can get together now. Again, because I'm back. You know, we can drive to each other's places with it. She was in Montreal. Yeah. And uh, but the switch was off. <laughs> the switch was off. Done. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't switch it back. Whereas I have more of a dimmer, and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fade it dims up. down, and then yeah. it goes back up. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's no, no, never no, no. Really off. We don't want to be on dimmer. We want to be on or off. Okay. So it turns out you guys are right. A new study finds guys actually are more emotional post breakup. They have a harder time than women do, and you guys are way more likely to keep it locked up inside and maybe vent about your breakup online. Uh, maybe uh, talk about your emotions not with friends, but ask for advice about it online instead. You know, you keep it inside. You don't want to bring your friends into this. You hide it, right? You, Sounds about right. Yeah, 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 you're hiding it. You keep it down, suppressed until it all bursts out of you in one crazy moment. And then that moment hits and then you're like, <laughs> I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> even get mad. I mean, once in a while, I might raise my voice, but it, uh, it's never going to happen again. Exactly. It's not like that girl I was flirting with even means anything to me. Too late. Why is she forgetting everything we had Because I flipped the switch.
dates with six people. What's the big deal? We're not even married. There's no ring on the finger. It's not like, you know, it should even matter. Yeah, well, we've moved on. Do you ever think it's a good idea to slide into a cop's DM and send them a little note after they gave you a ticket? I guess there's nothing illegal about doing that, is there? If you just figure out where they are, because you I mean, would I see guess their name on your ticket. You'd, you'd be able to look name. them up, right? You'd be able to look and them up. And then if they have an open account or something, you'd mm-hmm. see the pictures and you'd be like, that was the cop right there. Mm-hmm. So somebody got pulled over, was slapped with a distracted driving ticket. Now, do you think the DM was like... Hey, you want to know why I was distracted? (laughs) Because I saw you over there. Or do you think it was a classic F you? Don't you have anything better to do? (laughs) You know, there's real people carrying guns out there and you're going to stop me for driving my car. What do you think? Bundus? Uh, I'm definitely going with the F you on this one. Oh, yeah? It would be nice if it was the... A flirtation? But I doubt it. Well, you're right, Bundus. The message was written in all caps. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is so stupid. So stupid. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You are a horrible cop for pulling me over and trying to hit me with a huge fine. Cops is coming. Yeah, cops is coming off after you now, man. Let me tell you something. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. She goes on to say, my phone dropped. I picked it up and looked at the time. I'll make sure to fight this in court. Oh, so stupid. Well, the cop said by sending that message, you're admitting to the offense. Oh, yeah, because you got to leave the phone if it drops. You can't touch it. So guilty. Case closed oh, right there. Man. Even even if she didn't admit guilt in that uh, DM, mm-hmm. the number one thing you want to do, in my experience, having got out of like a handful of tickets, mm-hmm. is kill them with kindness and apologies. Yes. I'm so sorry. I, I know I did. I, I dropped it. I wasn't thinking. Yes. You're right to stop me. I promise you I never touch my phone when I drive. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to take you out of your car today and make you stand out here and you know you just kill them with kindness now because when you're going to fight it i think they have to be there right yes they do to like give their side of the story Mm -hmm. what do you think now this cop's motivation is going to be to be there or not because there's times where maybe they wouldn't show up and Mm -hmm. maybe you'd get out of it that way yeah but he's gonna want to be there (laughs) he's gonna want to be there now yeah 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 just like you're you're just lighting a fire under him to just burn you and then who knows he sees you again. Are you the, yeah. This never funny a good thing idea. is, okay, so it was a $615 ticket. That's crazy. And she just kept giving him the middle finger <laughs> when he's giving her the ticket. So uh, yeah. she was worked up. Yeah. He was worked up. That's not the way to do it. No. You ever got out of a ticket, Bundes? Uh, I've got out of tickets like on technicalities, yeah. Okay, after oh. the fact, like in court or something? Yes, in court. Yeah, yeah, but you, never in the moment? You've never just got the warning? Uh, no, cops don't like me very much. Yeah. You know? They don't like you? They well, don't like your charm? Doesn't well, he doesn't. Them. He, well, do you do charm, though, or do you do the like stone cold? I, I was pulled over a lot when I was younger, like randomly, and I guess it was because of my car. I had one of those tuner cars, but like cops were always on me. I was getting pulled over all the time. Mm. They were yeah. always, they always wanted to like illegally search my car. And, and like, <sighs> thankfully, I knew my rights, you know, to a certain degree. Um, but I was always getting in with them, taking so many badge numbers. Yeah. Oh, oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. here, badge number. 
Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Give me we, your badge we were, number. We were looking for the male uh, version of Karen. We found yeah, it. Give me your badge number. Yeah. You just pulled a Yo, Can I have your badge number, Give please? Give me your badge number. I would never say that. What good is that? Well, it's good just... if you want to piss them off. <laughs> Do you suffer from golden penis syndrome? If you're dating one of these guys right now, you got to run. These guys are bad news. In my world, we refer to that as GPS, <laughs> in case you're wondering. Okay. There is currently a shortage of male university students, and it's causing the guys that are going to school to develop something experts are calling golden penis syndrome. <laughs> this so is, what is this? This is where they see themselves as a prize to be won by female suitors. Basically, you got a problem with the ratio. There's too many women, not enough guys, so a bunch of guys are walking around with an inflated ego oh to the uh, to the amount of interest shown in them by uh, women. So you got the golden penis syndrome. If you have it, you have a delusional belief that you are unusually and uniquely gifted as a man. You are above <laughs> established norms of good manners and respect. Yeah. You don't need to worry about dating etiquette. You've got the golden penis. And you've got bad habits like cheating. You just ghost people when you're done with them. You string women along for casual flings because they are blessed to be with you in your presence. Okay? They've got poor social and sexual skills because they never had to develop them. This imbalance at post-secondary educational institutions continues into the workplace where there are more women with college and university degrees than men. So again, there's just less competition in the workplace and women can be easily lured in by these guys because they literally think they are better than the rest of the guys out there you know they believe it so we start to believe it too it's it's like they're trying to live the real fantasy that every guy has which is they end up on a deserted island filled with super hot women and they women are just clamoring to be with the one guy who's available and they're just yeah, that's crazy. In all fairness, though, I, while I agree with you that being that not having proper data to get and all that stuff is wrong, you should have all that. But a big part of being successful in dating is having confidence. Like it, the, if you believe that you are, you know, the mm-hmm. golden one, mm-hmm. you will be seen as by others as the golden one. That's right. right. That's so, right. So I mean, th- there's some. There's a difference though. There's confidence, and then there's like these people are egomaniacs, and they treat people with disrespect. Yeah. They ghost them. They they don't have to. You know, perf- yeah. you know, this sex is very one sided to them. Right? It's like they're, they're you know almost. Almost true definitions of a narcissist. Yes. Me, 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 me. Now, Nobody experts else say is, yeah. if you're a heterosexual woman who's looking to get married, you should be weary of guys who have remained never married into their late 30s and 40s, especially the good looking ones <laughs> oh, with good jobs. Boy, who does that sound like? <laughs> Maybe the age is not quite right. But... <laughs> Uh-huh. Is 34 the- considered late 30s? Uh, that's technically, uh, it's, not, it's not even mid yet. I'm not even mid 30s. Okay, okay. Yeah. These men are having too much fun playing the field, and they would go as far as calling them unmarriable. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
They're just, you know, they got the golden penis syndrome and they will never let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Bow down, everyone. Isn't that interesting? And so the idea of like just the name GPS is about like that's the prize. It's all about, you know, like I'm walking around with the trophy (laughs) and you guys all want to win it. Yeah, 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 Yeah. exactly. I get it. Who hasn't seen a couple of those D-bags at the club, right? Who just think they're all that. We'll stay clear of And you know what's funny? It's a trap. I'll be the I'll be the nice guy beside him, and you know who walks away with somebody at the end of the night all the time? Golden penis guy. Yeah. Every Every time. time. And I'm like trying to find my buddies. Hey, are we splitting again? (laughs) Street meet? Anyone want street meet? Street meet. Let's go. Grab a dog. Okay, what is the most stressful age? There's actually an answer according to research. They surveyed a bunch of people, narrowed it down. Any guesses, guys? I got to imagine it's like that time where you're having, you know, your first baby. You just got married. You got your first house. Like, exactly. Yeah. Kids. Maybe second kid. Yeah, something like that. Maybe second kid. Yeah. You're in the thick of it. Oh, you can God. barely make your payments on all the stuff you got to juggle. The Sleep house, deprivation. The car. Sleep deprivation. Yeah. You, you know, I never fought with my wife. We never had a fight, really. Until after we had kids. Yeah. Just, you know, you're just beaten down. You're at your worst. Mm-hmm. So what age? <laughs> you should have kids, by the way. It's great, bud. It's great, great. Uh, let, let's, yeah. say like, uh, let's say around 32. 32, you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, that, I mean, not far off from that. Like uh, low 30s, low 30s. Okay. The average North American feels the most stressed at the age of 36. Oh, that's like... Is- is I'm, that not? I'm like almost there. It's like you, Bundes. But does it not make sense to you hearing that? Does that not make you feel a bit better? This is a stressful age and a stressful time. So relax. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, like, I, I, yeah, he's prolonging this period, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm def- he's not in the he's not the experiencing all the stuff that's making that a stressful age. This will come to Bundes for him. He'll be 40. Yeah, probably. But at the same time, I'm also like, I'm also behind all of my pals, right? My pals are all well, exactly. living, living mm-hmm. in houses. They mm-hmm. got wives and children. And I, I I also can see like the fact of potentially feeling left out of that next stage of life while all your other friends around yeah. you are having it. Not yes. to mention your parents may also be on the down downward slope of health. Yes. And you may have problems on that and having yeah. to take care of them while taking care of children at the same time. And you're kind of caught in this awkward you're in the middle, yeah. man. So get it done. What do you want? Get it done. <laughs> no, no, get it done. No, no. Well, you know, I'll tell you something. Like as as so you say thirty six is the most stressful. Yeah. As you have kids, like I have two daughters. One is now fifteen, the other is about to turn thirteen. And there's certain milestones along the way where you start getting your freedom back. Mm-hmm. And you start getting, like, there's the one where you can start sleeping later than your kid. Oh my because God, your I can't kid wait for that. can turn on the TV. You should be there right about now. I'm not there and, yet. Yeah, your, your kid is, you've got to teach her to be a little more independent and get up and turn on the TV. And we used to put cereal out on the table and a glass of milk in the fridge. Mm-hmm. They can make a little brekkie. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get to the point where it's like, now you can leave the house without oh a babysitter. I, you can't, know, I can't even imagine that. You're years away from that. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then and then you can like then you can really go out. And so yeah, uh, I mean, just even to going going to get milk. I was uh, at my cabin and we had we are, didn't have any milk. I'm like, 
oh God, I got to bundle this girl up. We got to go to the store. I'm alone with her. I'm going to have to bring her in the store. She's going to want everything she sees. It's a nightmare just to bring her in a store. You want to know what I do? <laughs> what? I send my kids to get the damn milk. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't imagine. Slowly, they're able to help with things. Yeah, so the reason it's 36 is because you're usually adulting by that age. You got a career on the go. You got a mortgage, maybe a family. Um, It's the decade also where you have the least amount of free time because you're juggling all those things. So that's why people feel the most stressed. You still got your free time though, Bundus. Oh yeah. boy! Yeah, I still got too now. much free time. Hang on to it, nice and tight. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> if your partner cheated on you, it turns out you have a pretty good relationship. How is this even possible? I'll tell you. Seventy-seven percent of cheaters claim that their affairs improved their marriage that's insane how what? is that even possible that's 81 percent of male treaters are cheaters and 72 percent of female cheaters so the majority on each side said that their relationship got better if they were able to survive the cheating right yeah that's a big if so that's if you make it through it makes you stronger but i wonder what the actual number of people that make it through are here's another interesting little tidbit for you two-thirds of cheaters so the majority of them say that their relationship was happy when they cheated And experts say 33% of people who are having a fling are unhappy in their relationship. Happy people cheat. If you're unhappy, your mind is elsewhere. You can't even handle an affair. There's too much going on. There's too much drama in your relationship to add more. Yeah. So it's usually a relationship that's actually going okay. You know, I once worked with a guy... That uh, would uh, sometimes have little flings, little flings, mm-hmm. and he called them marriage savers. <laughs> he, he would say, oh, "Yeah, it's a marriage saver, a hundred percent." Really? Because it made him appreciate his partner more? No, or? because it just it it, it just uh, Kept... scratched that itch, oh. and so he felt like he could stay in the marriage as long as every now and then. He can have a little encounter with somebody else. I have friends who are in open marriages and that's kind of their rule. It's like, you know, you're allowed to have a little fling. It's no big deal. They've been together for a very, very long time. To scratch that itch? Scratch the itch and it's no big deal. You know? Hey, Deb, I I did it to make our marriage better. Because I heard more telling people that if you cheat, your marriage ends up better afterwards. Yeah. People who cheat don't want to leave their partners. They just want more spice in their lives. But despite this, 94% of us would be pretty furious if we found out that our partner was cheating on them. Bundus, what is going through your mind? People want their cake and they want to eat it too. Is essentially what yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, of course. Of course <laughs> cheating is great because you get to have sex with a bunch of different people. <laughs> yeah. And you still have a wife to come home to or a husband to come home to. Yes. Yeah, your partnership is still intact. Sure, yeah, that's great. But that's not what it is. Like, that's not how it's supposed to be. The whole idea of marriage is sacrifice for the other person. Like, if that's what you want, if you want to sleep with a bunch of other people, you probably shouldn't be in a marriage, in my opinion, unless both of you are agreeing on the same like the same thing in an open marriage. 
I have a confession to make, Bundus. Okay. I've been working with another radio producer a little bit on the side. <laughs> yeah. And there was just a little project uh, I wanted to work on. And oh. I was just like, yeah, I'm tired of doing stuff with Bundus. I'm going to need a little spice in my work life. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was fine and everything. Uh, yeah. Made me appreciate you more. Right. Are you okay with that? At the end of the day, it was nice to come home to Bundus. Yeah. 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 yeah it's just so comfortable with you. By you the know? way, we, di- we did it in your room. <laughs> that make it worse? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it makes it all worse. <laughs> Should we have gone somewhere else and done it? Okay. Tucker Amora, I'm looking at a list of things that are universally hated by everyone on earth. And I wonder if it's actually true, if, if you actually hate all of these things. Okay. Or if some people are just being a little ridiculous. A little dramatic. Yeah, like what would be something you think that would be universally hated by everybody? Fruit cake. <laughs> Fruit cake. Okay. <laughs> show, show me fruitcake on Bunnis, the board. Do you like fruitcake? No. But no. Still, good answer. I, I, I don't like fruitcake. And nope. if you don't like fruitcake, that's three out of three here. Did it make the list? No, it didn't make the list. Uh, Any other guesses? Are you guys going to go three? Bundus' turn. Bundus, universally hated by everybody. Wiping their butts. (laughs) Oh, come on. It's a pain, man. Uh, This is not all self-care. In fact, is there anything here that's self-care? Is it food? One one involves self-care, but it's not you doing it to yourself. It's somebody doing it to Oh, I got one. I got one. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Hangovers. Good answer. Nobody likes a hangover. You're going to give me that one, aren't you? Uh, I mean, it's not on the list, oh. but I guess I, I don't know anyone who loves a good hangover, <laughs> so I'll give you that Thanks, one. Thanks, man. I got one. I yeah, got one. I got one. Yeah. Bundus. Oh, Bundus. Tucker, okay. show me traffic. Nobody likes traffic. Yes, Bundus. Good answer. Good answer. Traffic. <laughs> okay. Wow. We're ruining this list, aren't we? Sometimes I think people just enjoy the time to themselves, especially if they know they're going to get home. They're going to have to go spend time with their annoying family. Right. If they're not excited where they're going, yeah. then maybe you like yeah. traffic. I don't know. Yeah, that one didn't make it, but there's a bunch of car things in there. Look, we could come up with uh, probably a hundred things that are universally hated by everybody. But here are some of them that like came up more than once. Slow walkers made oh, the list. But those people are taking it in. We should we should pay attention more to those yeah. slow walkers. It <sighs> depends though. Like, are they slow walking and you can't get by them, or are they just off to the side slow walking on a wide path? Then it doesn't matter. I got one. Okay. Yes. The person that shows up at the convenience store with like a folder of lotto scratch tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Good answer. It's not on the list, but I'm giving you that one. That's the worst. And then they start scratching them as they're getting them. Yeah, it's like, dude. Because they're on. just like, yeah, yeah, I'll take that one and that one and give me that one. And then they're like, then, you know, the person's, they start scratching. Then they're asking for the pick this and the 640, whatever, you know. Uh, group text with too many people, man. Oh. Oh my God, guys, I'm in a couple of mom groups, please. I just, when someone asked me for my number to like, for play dates, I'm like, oh no. And you're in on the whole conversation. These group conversations. Being told to calm down is universally (laughs) hit by everyone on earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Who wants to be okay? Calm down, calm down. I am calm. Uh, People who clip their nails in public. I mean, that's insane. Who does that? I think I do that on the subway once. 
I was with my dad. We were going to a, like a Leafs game or something oh, like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I was watching this guy clip his, his toenails on the subway. I was like, what yeah, how about this? De- Deb was clipping her nails in my car, Bundus. Oh how would you God. feel about that? <gasps> I would have thrown her out the car along with the toenail clipping. <laughs> I'm like, are you really? Like, because one went flying and I lost it. I was like, what? One went flying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, it just got clipped the wrong way. Oh, my God. Sent off. Um, Dan's got an answer. Oh, this one's brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Dan says paying taxes. Good answer. <laughs> Show me pay. What? We need to pay taxes if you want to have, uh, yeah, you know, It's universally hated. I mean. Well, no. paying too much in tax, I think, is annoying. But, uh, you know, everyone's got to pay their fair share. Uh, close talkers made the list, oh, especially God. during a pandemic. Close talkers. Drivers who don't use turn signals made the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow internet. Yes. And couples who argue in front of their friends. Oh, the worst. Hey, you want to give us more <laughs> suggestions? Feel free. We're just talking about things that are universally hated by everyone on earth. We're getting a lot of texts of things that every universally hated things, things that everybody hates. Mode sent us one. She said, uh, waiting for a workout machine by somebody who's clearly more invested in their cell phone than in working out. And you're just standing there waiting. Good answer, answer, Mode. Show me waiting for a machine and the person is just on their phone. There you go. Yes. Uh, Chris, what do you want to add to the list? Or do you want to add to the list of things that are universally hated by everyone on earth? Uh, yeah, people who scrape dishes. Like if you're at like a family like uh, event or like something, or you're just eating dinner with someone, and when they're like grabbing something, the fork or uh, the knife scratching against the plate. Yeah. Yeah, 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 oh, come yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or how about Give when they... break? Yes. How about How about when they bite the fork when they're eating their oh, food? God, like, it scrapes against your teeth. Ah. It literally sounds like nails on a scratch board. Like, Show me scraping dishes! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, it doesn't even bother me, so it can't be universally hated by everyone if it doesn't bother me. You like Wait, that sound? Well, it's not that I. It's not that I like it. It's that I don't hate it. You're like, oh, someone's cleaning up the dishes. <laughs> well, or that, or they're really enjoying this food. If I serve somebody and they're like, and there's all that noise, I'm like, wow, everyone's hungry tonight. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Just bloody ears after a day. <laughs> okay, I guess you're like a nails on chalkboard guy too. You probably hate that. Oh, it's just uh, oh, it kills me. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Have a good one. Bealey sent us a text and says, This universally hated thing has got to be on the list when you really got to go to the washroom and you get in there and the toilet is clogged. Ah, Show me clogged toilet when you really got to go. Nobody's enjoying that. That is universally hated. 100%. Andrew says, What about kids screaming in stores? Uh, While you're trying to enjoy a shopping experience. Kids Uh, screaming in stores. Yeah, it turns out it's there. Nobody enjoys that. Or on a plane, baby crying on a long flight. Oh, God. You know, the person who's most rattled by that is the parents, because they're like, oh, my God. (laughs) My mom just flew from the UK. Came in last night. Yeah. Said two babies on this plane, and they took turns crying the whole way. Oh, my poor things. It's probably like an eight-hour flight or something. That's tough. Tucker and Mara, we've been uh, spending some time throughout the show today talking about 
what are the universally hated things <laughs> hated by everyone on earth? Yes. Okay. Some of the examples we brought up is uh, being told to calm down. There's no person on the planet that wants to be told <laughs> It's never, that. never a good thing to tell somebody to calm down. Slow internet. There's no one who's like, I love how slow this internet is. <laughs> the way that video keeps freezing and stuff, that's amazing. That's universally hated by everybody. Yes. Uh, group text with too many people. Oh, God. You wake up, you're like, how do I have 70 new messages? It's like, oh, I guess when I went to bed, everyone decided to have this like long, engaging conversation. I have to try and catch up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, what is that thing that you believe is universally hated by everybody on Earth? I have two. One is people who drive slow in the fast lane on the highway. And yeah. two is people who don't pick up their dog shit. Yeah, or how about they put it in your recycling bin? <laughs> In a bag, because it just happens to be out front, and they're like, oh, I'll dump it in here. And meanwhile, dog poo is not recyclable. No. Or, you know, the people that just, like, you can see them looking at your house while their dog's shitting on your lawn, and then they just kind of look around and make sure no one's looking and walk away. Yeah. They're the worst. Or right on the sidewalk. Did you, did you, okay, did you ever consider the fact that maybe they're doing it on purpose, and this uh, person, you've done something to bother this uh, guy with the dog? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. If they're doing it that in that way, they're looking at your house, maybe they're really thinking, hey, take this, Dave. Right? Like, why is this guy's lawn so nice? Yeah. And the people that block the passing lane, I mean, I hate it. It drives me nuts. But so many people do it that I don't know if that's universally hated because... People aren't aware. People are just... Yeah. We need to have a complete re-education of Ontario drivers, or drivers in the country, to be honest. I absolutely agree. Dave, thanks a lot, man. Hey, no problem. Later, guys. Carol sent us a text of something universally hated. She says people at the drive-thru who are ordering for the entire office and not just picking up a coffee Uh, like everybody else in line. It's when you see someone pull out a list. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Especially if if you're at like, say, not fast food drive-thru, but like a mom and pop shop where they make great sandwiches or something, Mm -hmm. or even Subway, Mm -hmm. right? You get in there and then someone pulls out a list in front of you and then you're like, oh my God. Yeah, usually it's nice to let somebody in front of you if you're the list person, right? Yeah, but if there's, you know, people just coming in, (laughs) you'd be there all day letting people ahead of you. Andrew says somebody who's talking during a movie or a TV show next to you. I can't stand that. I press pause all the time. If my husband starts talking to me about something, I'm like, hold on. I don't want to miss this. I do the same thing. You know what I did last night? What? Because my uh, mom is just in town on uh, her way back from London, England. And uh, my wife and her were just yammering on. (laughs) I turned on the subtitles. I put on the the, uh, captioning. You did? I couldn't hear what was being said. And I, I was sort of not really engaged in their conversation, but I couldn't hear anything. And I didn't want to be rude by just turning it up louder and louder. Right. So I put on captions so I could at least read and follow what was on. That is so funny. And you know what it was? It was Con Air. It was like some stupid Con movie. Air. I watched that the other day, too. It's on like, you know, TBS or whatever uh, right now. You were watching Con Air? Don't you know I'm exactly like, what happens in that movie? Pretty much. But I'm like, I haven't seen it in so long. I'm like, I wonder what Nicolas Cage is doing on that. <laughs> what is going on here? And I needed to know if it's on, I need to hear it. It right. drives me crazy not being able to hear it because someone's talking. If you're headed out on a date, what is your ideal date? 
Let's say you could choose between just meeting up to have sex or going out for dinner and or lunch. What do you think's more popular? Oh, I'm, I want to go out for dinner, man. I'll take, I'll take the former time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just sex? Just sex. Well, look, a lot of people are afraid to have a date where you're like going out for dinner because that's a whole commitment to be with that person. For at least what an hour and a half. Well, what, isn't Unless this? You rush I guess the sex is less commitment. What? Well, you it's can just get down minutes? to it. Just get down to it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to talk during it, right? You don't have to like. That's have right. That awkward conversation. Oh, yeah. God. Stumble That's forward. the fun part. Anyways, is that the fun part for you? The the, the, the dinner conversation. The conversation. Yes, because here's a person who hasn't heard any of your good stories yet, so you can use them all. They probably haven't heard him. Imagine somebody who hadn't heard that Mora was in RoboCop. That's <laughs> what that would be like for them, you know? Think of all, so you know? Exciting. <laughs> be so exciting. They have so many questions. Yeah. You guys are like, ugh. Robo-cop. You're so over that story. Did you ever get to meet Samuel L. Jackson? I mean, I know the answer is no. Yeah. You know, but to them, they would still have hope that that maybe happened when you were starring in that movie mm-hmm. with him. Uh, okay, so I got like a bunch of people were asked like what the ideal date is. Okay. Is it dinner? Is it drinks? Is it just sex? Is it going for a walk? Is it grabbing coffee? I mean, Bundus, your ideal date? On, I'm being honest, like I actually prefer the lead up. Like sex is great, don't get me wrong. But yeah, I, yeah. I prefer the the tension and the lead up to trying to get yes, to that Yes, the build up. So uh, is this all, going the way I want it to go? Yeah. I, I always prefer like dimly lit room. Kind of like not super loud, but like loud enough where you have to kind of get close to a person to talk to them and like, you know, whisper in their ear almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer drinks. I like drinks. I love doing drinks like in a, like a happening kind of cool vibey bar lounge type thing. Totally. So, if it turns into dinner, great. Great. It turns into sex, even better. <laughs> but yeah. Majority of people choose dinner or lunch over anything else. Uh, lunch is no good. Lunch? Lunch is no good. If, you, if you're going out on a date before 7 p.m., it's not a date. Yeah, you're yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. That's you don't want to do it. Lunch. lunch is lame. I yeah, agree. But lunch is uh, a low commitment. You know, you're not. You, you, you always say, Maura, like you have your friends mm-hmm. that you'd invite over for a Tuesday. Yeah, different you, tiers of friends. You have friends that you would invite over on a Saturday. That's right. Or like if we Tier want, one gets Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Tier two gets uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Tier three, I'm like, Monday. Do you and Matt want to go out and grab a bite? And then you'd be like, what night? And be Saturday? Well, you think you're my Saturday friend? You think you're a, a tier one? You're a Wednesday yeah. night at best. <laughs> at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but if if I'm single and I'm dating, I, I'm happy to go out on a Friday night and have dinner with you. I can always meet up with my tier one friends later okay. after if, if I if it doesn't go yeah. well. Plus, lunch is the lighting, right? It's the lighting at lunch. Yeah, it's too bright. If I'm telling I'm telling you, if if someone offers you a lunch date, if you're like, hey, let's go for dinner, and they're like, oh, I can't, but we can do lunch, don't accept because mm. like you you've relegated yourself to an object to that person. You're not sexy anymore. You're a lamp to them. Like lunch me is the de- it's the friend zone it's death. Lunch means lamp. It, it, okay? Yes. <laughs> you are lamp. Uh grabbing coffee came in at number 3. Yeah, that's lame too. Going for a walk together came in at number 4. Movie number five. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. meeting up just to have sex came in at number six. <laughs> Those people, go. different category. <laughs> yeah.
It's Tucker and Mora. We are talking about workplace screw-ups. How did you screw up at work? Doesn't matter what the job is. Just tell us what happened. Usually you hear funny stories on like a New Year's Eve where there's somebody working, but they're sad they're missing out on New Year's Eve. So they have a couple of people in the studio. And I remember hearing a story about somebody popping a bottle of champagne a little bit too close to the equipment. And it's sprayed all over the sound gear, made dead air on the radio, and then because it was sticky and everything, it just went in, seeped into the cables. It sounds like you. I mean, it sounds <laughs> it like you know me. so much about this. Was who me. was it? I don't remember who it was, uh, but uh, that person was fired. <laughs> I'm sure Bundes has had a little late night party in the old studio with a couple of people, a but, probably a couple a of ladies. Pre- pressing a button it shouldn't. Next thing you know, the microphone's on. I have had a couple Saturday night in the studio parties. Thankfully, nothing bad ever happened with the equipment. Like the radio didn't go off or anything like mm. that. Uh, I'll, I, you you want to know the biggest screw up I ever saw on radio? Well, what? there was a guy who fell asleep while he was doing his show <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> I, I walked in there. And you it, woke him up? I woke him up. <laughs> What like, did he say? I said, Dave! Like, <laughs> I was in the other room getting ready for my show. And then I just, the music stopped. And nothing you was happening. I, and then I opened the door and he was literally just leaning back in his chair. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Dave! And he jumped up, startled. And um, we were in transition from one computer system to another. Computers played all our music. So in this transition, we were playing CDs, like we had to pull CDs. Oh, no. oh he had to like he had to he scramble. Had to find, he didn't have anything lined up. He was. <laughs> it, it took him another thirty seconds to get the song on. Carrie sent us a text. She says, "When I was a soccer coach, I forgot to bring the balls. I thought they were in the trunk. My husband had taken them out of the trunk without telling me." Oh, that's pretty good. I guess you're just running drills that day. I guess you, we're running today. <laughs> you want to know why you're running? Because of how you performed last week. <laughs> Rob sent us a text. He said, I left my work van running when I went in to make a delivery and the van got stolen while I was doing the delivery. Oh, I wonder what no. was in the van. What was in the van? Neil, what happened to you? Can I, can I say the place or no? Uh, just say it's a it's a Tex-Mex chain. Okay. And uh, the cooks were serving the Cheerios, but instead of serving it with caramel, they accidentally served it with gravy for the entire night. Oh, oh. that's that's a le- as somebody who always orders the Cheerios, I'd be upset about that. How long does this go on for before like they figure it out? About six hours. <laughs> oh man! How do you screw that up? Is the gravy the right next? Night. You know why? Because we're all a bunch of like we're all afraid to say something. Oh, how are the churros? Oh, uh, great! And then, <laughs> oh my god, I, the something's wrong with this. <laughs> yeah. Hey Neil, thanks man. No problem. Tucker and Mora talking about how you screwed up at work. Tyler, what was the job and what happened, man? Did you guys ever uh, see that video on YouTube of the baggage handler dropping bags from the top of the uh, stairs into the uh, basket? That was me. I got uh, suspended for six months. No. There's video okay. of your okay. mistake, and you ended up getting suspended. Yeah. So if you guys look up on YouTube, uh, Air Canada Bags Handler, you know, like, when you're at the airport, you see the guys that are loading the bags? Outside. Yeah. Outside, and there's a, there's yeah. a little conveyor that goes up into the bottom of the plane, right? Yeah. yeah. But 
if there was too much carry-on bags, we had to take your bags and bring them down. Yes, yes. Instead of yes. walking them down, I... Uh, well, you tossed them down. I, I tossed them down, and somebody on the uh, plane took a video of it, and, yeah, it went viral on YouTube. Oh, and what, oh. were the bags just hitting the ground, or were they at least landing no, in a bin? They were landing in a bin where, like, where the air holes was, but, yeah, Air Canada wasn't too happy about that. Yeah, I guess right. not. Well, sometimes yeah. you can have a couple bottles of wine in, uh, yeah. in there, yeah. which that, that won't go wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course, you know, there's phones everywhere now. You can't make a mistake at work. Someone's filming you. Are you watching the video, yeah. Bunnies? Yeah, it's got like 3.4 million views. <laughs> oh, my God. Bunnies just tossing bags off. <laughs> but I, here you are trying to save some time and do it kind of a fast way, right? Yeah, I wanted to get the flight out. And yeah! I got, okay. <laughs> you think you're doing a good job. You're like, oh, I, this is the best way to do Let's it. Let's get these bags out of here. We got to get this plane in the air. I mean. Yeah, the best part about that was is that they added slides after that. So that way you can put the bags down the slide. Oh, uh, you started that. Oh, yeah, gotcha, I, gotcha. I, I, I think that like I came up with an idea and it worked. So now everybody has slides. It's perfect. Okay, so you're like a part of you were part of the innovation. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, can you watch that video of you making that mistake at work and laugh, or do you cringe and you get mad at yourself in that moment when you see the video? Um, I couldn't watch it for a while, but now like I don't work there anymore. I left last year just because of the pandemic. I found something different. I'm reading the article that Global News wrote about it. <laughs> <laughs> the video taken by a passenger on board a plane and posted Thursday to YouTube captures uh, a worker dropping bags from a boarding gate to a luggage bin below. Right. According to an Air Canada spokeswoman, uh, totally unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> she says the actions clearly contravened the airline's baggage handling rules. Was it clear, though? I don't know. The airline has identified two parties involved. Oh. Who's the other guy? Do you still talk to him, or is it like your dirty uh, little uh, past? Dirty little past. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two have been suspended for the duration of an investigation. Again, oh. here's a guy who yeah. wanted to get that plane up in the air as quickly yeah. as possible. As a passenger, I would damn well appreciate that, Tyler. Why, thank you. Tyler, thanks, man. No problem. Tucker and Mora, throughout the show, we've been talking about your workplace screw-ups. Luke, how'd you screw up? I'm an oversized equipment hauler, so I move excavators, bulldozers, that sort of thing. Okay, so when you say you're an oversized equipment mover, it's like you're not oversized moving equipment. The equipment you're moving is oversized. oversized. I'm the guy that you cuss on the highway because there's a truck out front of me with the flashy lights. Oversized load. So uh, I had to clean up a job site. I'm not going to mention any town names or anything. I cleaned up, picked up all the equipment, and it was 12 hours before final inspection, and I marked up a brand-new road that just got paved. Oh. We had to grind up the whole road and repave it again. That way, that way, like, What would be the cost of that? Do you have any idea? Uh, the boss told me it's over 100 but we never got the bill yet. At least I <laughs> So this just That's happened. It. This is fresh. This, this was this past summer, yeah. I never got fired yet. So that's a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you must be having trouble sleeping at night. I'm over it now. I've screwed up more since then. I got other things to worry about. Oh boy. <laughs> Moved on to the next problem. Maybe you should be oh. moving around regular sized equipment. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I'll just 
I'm just joking. It's uh, I, I lost that lost sleep over for a couple nights, but I mean, it's uh, you have to move on, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And when you run a company like that, you probably know this kind of thing happens from time to time, right? Oh yeah, Luke. Wide load coming through. <laughs> Look out. Hey, take it easy, Luke. Thanks for coming on. Take care. Daryl sent us a text. He says, I screwed up at work. I didn't pick up the garbage bin properly with my mechanical arm on my truck. It got flung out, somehow landed on the roof of a car. Huge dent. The truck has four cameras, so the whole thing was caught on camera. I was suspended for two days. Ooh. Holly, uh, how did you screw up at work? Oh, man. So I'm a labor and delivery nurse, and this was, I guess, about 15 years ago. And I walked into my patient's room, and there was an elderly gentleman sitting in the corner. And, I mean, mom was 28, 29. Oh. And I said, oh, is this- is this your first grandbaby? And he said, no, this is my first child. Ah! <laughs> oh, Holly, it was so terrible. Oh, my gosh. Like, insert foot into mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So up from that, I've learned never make any assumptions. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. We learned oh, the my- hard way, Holly. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, there's lots of those stories. Holly, thanks a lot for sharing. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. Take care. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.